Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Happy holidays! Thanksgiving has come and gone, so we are officially into the holiday season, which means it is gift buying time. At least it is for me. I am not a super early gift buyer by any means, but I do love giving gifts and, of course, who doesn't love receiving gifts? So last year, I introduced the podcast gift guide. I've been doing gift guides on my website for the past five years or so, and last year, I decided to turn it into a podcast episode, and it was one of my most listened to episodes of the season. So this year, I'm bringing it back, and I'm bringing a special co-host on with me to chat all things Christmas gifting. So I have my husband on with me tonight, and I'm going to ask him what he loves to give and receive, and I'm going to share the same myself. This year, we have lists for her, for the kids, for the outdoor lover, for couples and families, and the book enthusiast. And of course, this has an accompanying blog post with Amazon lists attached, so be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything mentioned. So let's dive in. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? Let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. All right, now are you ready? Yes. You have your beer? I have my beer. All right, let's get going. Hi, honey. Hi. Thanks for coming on again. You're welcome. This is like your, is it your third or your fourth time on the podcast? I want to say third. Have we just done two before? I, I think so. Uh, well, I'm not really putting you in the hot seat today, though maybe I am. I gave you extensive notes. So many notes. I just thought that it would be fun to 
do the gift guide as like a couple, as two gift givers together chatting about some of our favorite types of gifts to give and receive. This episode was surprisingly one of the most downloaded last year around this time. I didn't think people were going to want to listen to me just jabber on about the gifts that I'm excited to give, but they loved it. And so I thought it'd be fun to hear kind of your opinion, the man's opinion about some of the gifts on the list too. Um, So basically, we're just going to dive into, so uh, before we start, I curated these lists myself, and then Nick has a couple suggestions to make. So we're basically just going to go back and forth and share what I picked and kind of chat about it and chat about why we think they're good gift ideas. This could go great or it could go horribly. Either way, it's going on the podcast on Friday. (laughs) Okay, before we dive into the actual gift guide, what are your favorite types of gifts to receive? This one's tough because I'm not a huge gift person. Like some people are, you know, they're gift people. They give great gifts. They love receiving great gifts. That's not really me, per se. Um, that being said, I do like the little unexpected gifts kind of randomly. You do? Yeah. When it's like something that like I kind of need but refuse to buy for myself, and then you like just show up with it. Like, here, your flip-flops are falling apart, so me and Sage went and got you new flip-flops. Okay. Things you like, like useful gifts. Useful gifts. Because I think we kind of learned about the love languages at some point, and I realized that my one of my love languages is gifts. Actually, it's more so, it's kind of changed over the years, but I would give you like, little gifts and you never seem to react to them. And I was like, he just doesn't like me. He just doesn't care. And then I realized it's just because you don't generally receive them as love. It's just like, oh, cool. Like, Dumb. I'm not a big swag person either. Like, I don't need a random free t-shirt all the time. No, but you love branded stuff. I guess it depends on the brand. Yeah. I feel like that's not true. I think you just don't need, like, the free goodie bag. That's probably true. Okay, we are getting very off track. (laughs) So you like random little gifts. But is there, like, something, like, useful gifts, I guess, that you wouldn't buy yourself? Yeah, probably. Or something that you think... Like for clothing, if it's something that you think I would look good in and that you want to see me in, I like that because it kind of takes the pressure off of me trying to figure out my own look for what not only I'm comfortable in, but also that you think looks good on me. Except I literally don't care about clothes. And most of what I buy for you, I ask my sister about first. Where did that sound come from? Your computer? That was my computer? My computer never makes sounds. You can leave this in. I think I will. (laughs) What about you? What type of gifts do you like to receive? I actually wrote this question and did not take a single second to think about it. So I do like gifts, but for me, I think gifts are more meaningful. So I would rather not have like a bunch of little things unless they're, I guess, either meaningful or helpful. So, like, I really enjoy, like, I don't like a lot of little things around, you know. I'm constantly getting rid of things. I'm more of a minimalist. And so, for me, I like gifts that are kind of usable or edible. I like edible gifts, too. Um, So, I love things that are, like, self-care things where it's 
some like skincare item that, you know, I might have been looking at and it's a little bit too expensive for, you know, just like the everyday or like bath bombs, things I can use, chocolate, you know, things like that. A nice whiskey. Those are my favorite gifts, I think. Um, I don't like just stuff, but I like meaningful gifts and and things that maybe feel a little bit more luxurious or different. And I think that's kind of the type of gift giver I like to be, too, is give someone something that they, like you said, wouldn't buy for themselves or that I think is kind of extra special or useful. So I don't know if that's helpful, but you want to go ahead and dive into each list? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So I'm going to kick us off with gifts for her. So gifts for the lady in your life or whoever identifies as a lady in your life. Um, So this could be your mom, could be your sister, could be your bestie, could be someone at a gift exchange, or it could be you. So take notes, honey. Okay, so the first gift that I have on the list, and I don't think you're going to have a lot to input, so if you have things to say, you can share, but um, otherwise, you can just let me take this one. So the first one on the list is, okay, if you if the person you're giving this gift to doesn't already have one of these, stop looking at me like that. I wish this was on video. <laughs> he can't even look at me. <laughs> what? Say what you have to say, sir. I haven't even said it. You're just reading it. Do they come with a free pair of roller skates? <laughs> Maybe a Walkman. <laughs> you think you're so funny. <laughs> I'm pretty funny. <laughs> this is a disaster. <laughs> it's off to a great start. Like, I haven't even taken a sip of my little cocktail I have here. And it's already a disaster. Okay, so, so jokes aside, the Lululemon belt bag, which I normally wear as a crossbody. I actually have one that's in a color. Mine's actually bright yellow, but I need a black one because unfortunately it was not as wipeable as I wanted it to be. And the reason I love this gift, if the mom in your life doesn't have it or the person in your life doesn't have it, it's hands-free and it's, I mean, it's cute, right? If you wear a lot of athleisure, like I do, like the majority of what I wear is athleisure. It's great for moms. It is wipeable. It, the lighter colors I don't find are super wipeable, which is why black goes with everything. And it's pretty darn inexpensive for a Lululemon item. It's like $38. And I mean, they look cute. They're hands-free. It's a great gift for a friend or your sister and the mom in your life. So the second thing on the gift list, okay, I feel like this is on every woman's gift list, but I don't even have a pair of these. And I feel like you can't go wrong giving someone something that's just so cozy and they just, everyone appreciates a really nice pair of slippers. I feel like a robe is similar to that, but I think robes are a little bit, um, everyone has their own opinion about robes. Like, I like robes, but I don't like a robe that's super heavy. Some people like the robes that make them feel like they're being hugged. That makes me feel smothered. But slippers, as long as you have a general idea of their shoe size, I feel like it's a great gift, especially if it's someone you, like, you're not really sure what to give them. You're like, well, they could probably use a new pair of slippers. And if they don't need one right now, they're not going to grow out of them. <laughs> so not grow out of them, but they're, they're going to fit them, right? Eventually, when they do need a new pair of slippers, it's like, oh, yeah, I have these cozy slippers in my closet. Somebody thought of me and gave them to me. So cozy slippers, I feel like it's a really can't go wrong gift. And that would be a good one to pair with something else. It's kind of like a self-care item, maybe a book or 
bath bombs. I mentioned something like that. The third on the list this year is the Skylar Clean Perfume in the scent Fall Cashmere specifically. So this one's a little bit more of a splurge. Are you looking at the price? No, I'm just wondering what how Fall Cashmere differs from Spring Cashmere. <laughs> Um, you're gonna have to talk to my sister about that. Um, but well, it's the like it's like the scent of fall. Okay, the scent of this perfume is like you're in a cozy cabin and you're sitting by the fire and there's mulled cider in the crock pot. That's my description. It's wonderful. And if you want to smell like that all the time, or you want the lady in your life to smell like that all the time, it's wonderful. It's fabulous. Third on my list is kind of. Part for the lady in your life, part for the cook in your life, if she spends a lot of time in the kitchen, like I do, obviously. An anthropology apron is always a great gift. My sister gave me one last year. It's the one that Charlotte wore on the Sex and the City uh, reboot, and it's super cute. There's one on anthropology right now that's a pear and holly apron. It's adorable. And they're also not super expensive, which I really like. They're usually under $50. They look cute if she's going to host around the holiday season or after. If she is the host in your life, it's a great host gift if you're willing to pay a little bit, a little bit more than, you know, a bottle of wine or, you know, a lower end bottle of wine. I think the anthro aprons are great. They're also great if somebody maybe has a new kitchen, like they just run out their kitchen, they have a new house, something like that. So, Love an anthro apron, and you can also pair that with something else like, you know, a nice spatula from Williams and Sonoma or something like that and kind of package that up together. Number four is on my list. Number five, sorry, I can't count. I have bullet points. I don't have numbers. Okay, number five (laughs) is the Osea body oil. Okay, so this one's on my list because it's a little bit more luxurious, but I've used it before. I've used the the sample size of it. So I'm giving you my honest review. Um, it If you're not a body oil user, so I go back and forth between body oils and body butters. If my skin is like extra dry, I like a body butter, but overall, I much prefer a body oil. I use coconut oil on myself all the time. But the nice thing about this body oil is that it absorbs really fast. So you don't, you're not like walking around feeling like you're slick with baby oil all over you. Um, It's not sticky. It's not thick. It's super moisturizing. And it's just like a little bit of luxury after your shower or bath. So this one's like $48 or so. So it's kind of a mid-range price. Great for your best friend or your sister who wants a little bit more luxury in their life or pass this on to your husband. I promise you won't be disappointed in this one. Number six, I found this on Amazon and I'm literally buying this for everyone I know. It's the, uh, I'm gonna say F this poop show, gratitude journal. (laughs) If you have a sassy best friend, or sister, someone in your life. Um, I hope my sister's not listening because she's getting like five things on this list. Um, But this is hilarious. I love a good gratitude journal and I have a cleaner gratitude journal for a friend who would not find that name as funny. Um, But it is both a parody and not. It's actually a space for her to kind of laugh as she writes down what she is grateful for. And there's a place to write down your feelings and process your feelings. 
So it's a really useful and lower price point gift. You can pair it with something else or give it to them just like that. Obviously, the person that you're going to give this to, you want it to be someone who appreciates the F word from time to time because it does say that on the cover. Um, but it's a really funny, sassy gift. All right, number seven. Again, I don't have numbers. So the next gift is the prettiest coops for entertaining. Again, this would go great if you want to do a little bit something extra um, for the host in your life or someone who just likes hosting. Coops are the prettiest glasses. And I, so for those of you who don't know, they're kind of like a lower rounded, how, I can't describe this. You know what a coupe is? No. <laughs> Hold on. So, no, it's it looks kind of like a wine glass, but it has a low lip. And they're just really beautiful and elegant and vintage looking. And they're just something, they're a piece that I think a lot of us don't have on our bar cart. And whether you're drinking cocktails or mocktails, I think they're just so pretty to serve or just to enjoy a drink at the end of a long night, whether, again, it's a cocktail or a mocktail. I feel like it's so nice to have something really pretty to serve it in. And I think anyone would appreciate just a really nice glass set. But this one in particular, I think is really pretty. It's like a more useful martini glass kind of yeah because it's more rounded yeah it doesn't slosh all over the place yeah and it looks vintagey and pretty so i think it's a great gift all right the next gift i have on my list is a personalized necklace i feel like this is something a lot of the women in my life enjoy this particular company i'm gonna shout out none of this is sponsored by the way i didn't mention this at the beginning um Obviously, the links in my like, on my gift guide on the blog are Amazon links. Those are affiliate links. So I get a very, very small like pennies. <laughs> Thank you for supporting Healthy Mama Chris and the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. Um, but I fell in love with this company this year. It's called Hey June. Their jewelry is the best quality at a really good price point. I have a couple pieces from them. And what I love about them is that I leave them on all the time. I forget to take them off when I shower. I forget to take them off when I go on runs. And they're gold-plated, or the ones I have are gold-plated. They're just as beautiful as when I first purchased them, like, nine months ago. And they're super affordable. And they have these really beautiful initial necklaces where you can put one letter. can be, you know, your name, your initial, your husband's initial. You can do your kids. You can do, I think, up to eight letters. And they're really pretty and dainty. I believe they have gold and silver, and they're less than 50 bucks. So great gift. Great gift to, you know, accidentally send the link to your husband. You know, it's a good one. <laughs> the next gift isn't just for the lady in your life, but I put this on the list. My husband, actually, my husband, you, you, the man sitting across from me, actually said he wants one of these too. So I used one of these years ago, and I have had back problems my whole life. And this actually works. Like, it really does relieve the tension. It's an acupressure mat. It kind of helps you to unwind your muscles. It does feel kind of like a little tiny, not pins. It doesn't feel like you're being stabbed. It doesn't feel like they're just like kind of little prickles. But once you lay down on it, it you very easily kind of relax into it and it really does help to relax your muscles and i really enjoy them and it's less than 30 dollars they used to be much much more expensive um 
so I think it's a great gift, especially if somebody struggles with, or maybe they have a job where they're sitting all day, they struggle with back problems, muscle problems. So I think that one is a great gift. And the last on my list, shameless self-promotion. You've got to give the lady in your life the Healthy Mama Meal Planner or the brand new Healthy Mama Meal Planning Notepad. They're back. They're better than ever. I have a whole episode coming up talking about the Healthy Mama Meal Planner and the new tear-off meal planning notepad, which is a great stocking stuffer. It's only $12.95, and it's a 52-page tear-off notepad. It's full color, so you can write your meal plan on the notepad, write your grocery list, bring it with you to the grocery store, just shove it in your purse. We also changed the meal planner so that it's smaller and lighter. It has a splash-proof cover. It's a six-month undated meal planner now, so you can start using it whenever if you're listening to this later and you're like, I want to get that, but it's March and I already missed three months of the year. Um, So this is, I'm really excited. It's definitely the best it's ever been. It's got the guide in the beginning that teaches you how to meal plan, and then it has the weekly and monthly meal planning pages, pages to organize your meal planning. So it has the family favorites list and recipes to try list, a place to create your grocery budget, write down your uh, staples for your groceries, your monthly stock up staples to inventory your pantry and your freezer. And that's actually every three months, there's a spot for you to inventory your pantry and freezer and kind of remind you to do that as well. So Healthy Mama Meal Planner, both the on uh, the digital version where you can print at home or the print version and the Healthy Mama Meal Planning Notepad are all available for pre-order now. So you can head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash Meal Planner and pre-order and they will all start shipping on December 1st. So shameless self-promotion there. Let's go into the second section, the second group of gifts for couples and families. So do you want to take this one, honey? Yeah, sure. Um, so the first one we have is called, it's a game called Codenames Duet or Two. Do you remember this? Yeah, we haven't played in a little while, but I think we need to pull this one back out. I really liked it. Yeah. So I thought it'd be a good one to put on the list because I hadn't heard of it. I've heard of Codenames, but the actual duet one I hadn't seen before. Can you describe it? Can I describe it? Yeah. This is your... I'm drinking my cocktail. This is your turn. So I will say that when we were on our 12-year anniversary trip, we went hiking this summer, and it was kind of a rainy day, so we decided to pop into this cool game shop, and we found this game. It's a two-person game, so great for date nights. They also have code names um, for larger groups as well, and um, I just think I think a game is always fun to gift with a bottle of their favorite beverage, maybe. Maybe that's an adult beverage. Maybe it's soda, whatever whatever they want. Like a fancy soda. Don't just give them Coke. Give them, like, Boilance or something like that. <laughs> if they really like Coke. If they Okay, fine. If they really like Coke, that's cool. That's cool, too. We played. We were sipping um, Basil Hayden bourbon. Well, we... Or were we having beer then? We had both on that trip, so I'm not sure. In any case, I think it'd be great for an at-home date night. Do you want to describe the game? Because you're better at describing things than I am. So basically it's a card game in which a bunch of clues are laid down on the on the playing surface and you go back and forth giving clues to the other person on what they're trying to guess in order to kind of pick up as many cards as you can 
across the board without hitting an assassin or killing innocent bystanders. They're like spies, right? Yeah. I think you're playing a spy. So yeah. it's kind of a cross between like Minesweeper and Battleship, but also in card form. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a cool game. Yeah. It's really unique. It's different than anything we've played before. So I like that one. I also like the Lost Cities game. I think that's a good two-person game. Um, I have Monopoly Deal on the list, too, because I think that's a great two-person game as well. That was really fun. Can you think of any other two people? Two people. Two-person games? Um, If you're able to wrap your mind around it now, Pandemic is a good two-player. Yeah, that one's good, too. Yeah. Pandemic's good with a group, so if it, you know, for double dates or something like that, but you can also play it just two-player. And it's cooperative, so you're working together rather than against each other, which is um, kind of nice if you're trying to, you know, connect. Versus compete. Yes. We never compete. Never. Ever. Ever. <laughs> okay, what's up next? Uh, the second one we have is the Adventure Challenge book for families or couples. Yeah, there's there's both. Mm. There's a families and a couples one. Yeah. So... You pick. You describe this one. So this is a really cool concept. And full disclosure, we don't have one of these, but I want to get one for our family this year. So the idea is that it's like a scratch-off book. So, you know, like scratch-off lottery tickets, but you scratch off an adventure or you scratch off a date and there's space in the book. So you scratch it off, you go do this random adventure or this fun date. And there's a place to put a little picture. They also sell like a Polaroid camera on their website if you want to do a Polaroid. We actually, my daughter actually has one. You can put a little picture or you can just kind of write down your adventure. So it's a place to record your adventures. So it's great to do at the end of the year as a Christmas, like a family Christmas gift for another family in your life or a couple in your life. So then they can go and spend the whole next year creating these adventures, having these dates, and they can kind of have a place to record them too. And remember that. And one of the most fun gifts I think I gave you was early on in our marriage, we did, I think it was like our second or third year, I did the date box. Do you remember that? I do. Like I still, and I found that online. And basically the concept is you create a year's worth of dates. So oh, I think it's a, I think there was one a month yeah, was is 12, what it was. Yeah. Month, yeah. 12 dates. So one a month. And they were in these little bags and it had everything in it, everything from like a gift card to go to this sports game or to go to the movies or to do like a chef competition, which we never did um, because you were too nervous. But there was like a bunch of different fun dates and this has kind of thought it out for you. It doesn't give you the, you know, it doesn't give you the gift card to go on the adventure, but it does give you the idea and inspiration. And it's totally random, so you have no idea what it might be. So I think it's a really cool gift for couples. It'd be great for newlyweds or for a family as well, because they have both versions. Up next, we have another game. It is Trivial Pursuit, which I think most of us have played Trivial Pursuit at some point in our lives. Yeah. Um, and kind of the nice thing about Trivial Pursuit is that they keep coming out with different editions. Because mm -hmm. um, if you've played the original, it's a little dated. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're both millennials, but even a lot of that stuff, the, the game came out like, what was it, early 90s? I think so, yeah. So a lot of that happened before, maybe not we were born, but conscious of what was going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so the edition, they've, and they've come out with like Disney edition, Star Wars edition, and different 
variations. There's a Harry Potter edition. There's a Harry Potter edition of the classic Trivial Pursuit. Um, But the one you have down here is the 2010 to 2020 edition, Mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, it's fairly recent. It's in our minds. You know, a lot of us have just gone through all this of either pop culture or world events. Um, So, yeah, that... That one's intriguing to me if you're a trivia nerd like I am. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a good kind of fix for stuff that is still kind of in the back of our minds. This is pretty recent, but I'm sure there will be things that are still going to drive us crazy that they stump us. So, yeah, this one is one I will for sure be gifting probably more than once this holiday season. So I like that one. Okay, the next one is a really fun one. Uh, so we have an electric popcorn maker. Which we own and we love. Have one. Love it. Um, it's great for family movie nights or date night movie nights or the middle of the afternoon if you need a snack. Or... On a cold day, too. Put yeah. on a movie, pop popcorn. Kids think it's like the most fun, special thing ever. And yeah. it's very inexpensive. It's less than $30. And usually Target has sales. The one we have is by the company Dash. You can get it on Amazon, but you can also get it at Target. So, Yeah, and basically you just put the dry popcorn kernels in, hit the button, and it air pops, essentially. Yep. Um, after that, similar vein, we've got the Soda Stream. Is the Terra the recent? That's the one we have. The one my parents have, and it's on sale on Amazon now. So if you listen to this right now, or not right now, but if you listen to this when this episode comes out on the 25th of November, hopefully it'll still be on sale. It's like $59.99. I think we got ours for like $79 maybe when it was on sale. It's about 100 normally. And it makes sparkling water or soda instantly. So for those of you who don't know what a soda stream is, it's basically it, there's a CO2 canister in the back, and it comes with its own um, special water bottle that fits into it. And basically, you take regular tap water or filtered water, and it injects the carbon dioxide into it to uh, make your water fizzy, basically. Um, and a number of companies have come out with syrups or flavorings you can add into it to make it taste like your favorite soda or other beverage so like a coke or a lemon lime or orange soda Um, we tend to just keep it as regular sparkling water and maybe add you know some splash of fruit juice like some lemon juice or lime juice to it um yeah the kids love it fermented corn sometimes 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 fermented corn (laughs) yeah no i think it's a great gift though for couples or families if they don't already have one um yeah Sorry, I didn't let you finish. There is one more on the list. The last one we have is a on-the-go cornhole set. We love cornhole. <laughs> yeah, we do love cornhole. <laughs> but the problem with cornhole is that unless you have a reasonably large vehicle, you're not really taking – they're not super transportable. I mean, you can put them in the back of your car, but it's not convenient. Eric brings them with him Yeah, <laughs> and it's, his but giant it's, it's truck. a nice cornhole set – is not the most convenient thing to lug around to, let's say, the park or somewhere else you're trying to go to. Um, So this is actually a travel one. So they collapse down, they fold up, they fit nicely in the little carrying bag. 
that you can almost just keep in the back of your car for any time or near the door. You know, most of us have like a beach kit that we, for those of you that live near the beach. That's not most not, of the not country. Not most of us. <laughs> but for those of you that live near the beach or some of you have park bags, you just grab the stuff that you're taking with you to the park. Um, it's a nice to, uh, little package there to bring with you. Yeah, totally. Great for camping, too. We're going to yeah. talk about gifts for the outdoor lover or outdoor enthusiast in a little bit. And uh, yeah, I love that one. Good gift for families. All right, let's move on to some gifts for cooks, which is obviously my favorite category. These are some of my favorite, both beautiful and useful kitchen gifts to give and to receive. I will try not to spend too much time in this section as you just sit there and listen to me talk about kitchen things. Okay, so number one, the green pan ceramic saute pan. So there's a couple reasons I love this. Number one, it's only $100 if you're buying this for someone you're willing to spend $100 on. It's a great pan. I like green pan. I like ceramic because it's safer than Teflon, but it's still nonstick. It doesn't last forever, just like Teflon. It will scrape eventually, but this is a really decent mid-range price point for a saute pan, and it has a lid. So if you want to steam saute, having a lid is really great. This pan is also beautiful, um, so it makes a really great gift. There's a bunch of different colors. It has a gold handle on it, so it's pretty Super great gift for somebody maybe who just bought a new house, run out their kitchen, like I mentioned before. And a runner-up, if you know that the person you're buying for doesn't already have a cast iron pan, everyone needs a cast iron pan. I love Lodge. They're just tried and true. They're a great company, inexpensive. The one that I linked in the gift guide is actually a small one. It only holds about two steaks. We have one that's like 14 inches. It's really big. It's heavy. Um, you could also use it for self-defense if somebody breaks into your house. I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> they are big and heavy. But the one that I linked, we actually bring with us camping and it works great. And as long as you keep them well seasoned, which is not hard to do, just have to make sure that they've got oil on them. They last forever. So that those are two options. The second is as a hostess gift or something for like a little gift for the cook in your life, a marble salt box. Okay, I have a bone to pick with salt shakers. You all may be at the table, fine. Though if you have to salt your food at the table, the cook didn't do a good job. You need you need a, the pinch for the best salt technique. You need to pinch your fingers and Salt overhead, I've talked about this before here on the podcast, which means you need a salt box. Sometimes these are called salt pigs, but I like the name salt box. So the one I linked is beautiful. It's marble. There's lots of options. You can get them at Williams-Sonoma. You can get them at Sur La Table. You can get them on Amazon. It's a great little inexpensive gift that will actually help the cook in your life. It's great stocking stuff for two. And it's nice to have one with a lid. We use one right now without a lid. And it there's it's risky with splashes and things like that in the kitchen. So a salt box is great. Number three, you're going to roll your eyes at me, but if you want to give the cook in your life a really, really nice gift, there's two options here, okay? Give them a really great chef's knife. Now, my go-to knife, still to this day, is the Global G2 8-inch chef's knife. I got this after culinary school. I used my Mercer knife that I got in my culinary school bag for uh, probably a year or so, and then I graduated to the Global G2 8-inch chef's knife. People 
have opinions about chef's knives. We found this out on Instagram when I talked about knives once. But this knife is lightweight. It's just about $100. So it's a decent price point for a knife. And it stays pretty sharp. As long as you keep it sharp, you can get it sharpened for $5 at Sur La Tab or Williams-Sonoma or Whole Foods if your Whole Foods does knife sharpening. It lasts forever. You don't have to worry about the... Um, the handle wearing out because the handle is attached to the tang. So it's attached to the blade. It's all one piece. So I love the global eight inch chef's knife. So if the, if the knife, if the knife, if the chef in your life needs a new knife and they're using a knife, that's not very sharp. You want to upgrade them. I really love that it's lightweight. So it's not as intimidating for a lot of chefs who might be just smaller in size. Like I'm only five feet tall. So having a knife that's not super heavy is really appealing to me. Um, Or someone who's new to cooking. If you really want to upgrade them, Shun is my favorite brand. I am partial to Japanese chef's knives. I just think that they make fantastic blades. And I do, do really, really, really love my eight-inch Shun knife. It is not inexpensive. It is closer to the two hundred dollar price range, depending on where you get it. You can get it from like for at like one for like one sixty nine on Amazon, which is a good price. I really love the blonde handle. It's beautiful. It's limited edition. I don't know how long it's going to be out for. Um, the black handle is beautiful too. But if the person in your life is really getting into cooking and you want to give them a great knife, Shun is a great brand. It won't let you down. They're super, super sharp. Okay, number four, for a great host gift, hostess gift, something on a, the lower price point, we're talking $15, everyone needs a microplane grater, and the microplane brand come in really cool colors. The one I'm using right now is the OXO brand because I couldn't get the microplane when my other one broke, but I had my first one for 10 years. These used to be used as wood shavers, and now they're used in the kitchen. So you can use, I mean, you can still use them as a wood shaver, but not the ones that are designed for cooking. Um, So you can use these for garlic. I use it every single day for garlic, for ginger, for citrus, for nutmeg, for that eggnog in the holiday season. Stop laughing at me. And for Parmesan, of course. They're really inexpensive. They're a great gift. And you know what? If you give it to the cook in your life and they already have one, it's a great regift. So I don't think you can go wrong with giving somebody a microplane. Stick it in their stocking. Number five is, of course, I'm a self-proclaimed charcuterie queen. <laughs> I love it. I love a good charcuterie. I take every opportunity I can to either make a charcuterie or teach a charcuterie class. So uh, a great charcuterie or grazing board. I do really like the round ones because if you have a round table, they can kind of walk around it. Now, if you don't have a round table, it kind of defeats the purpose. But the round ones, I think, are really pretty. But any any shape of charcuterie board, I think, is a great gift for someone in your life who might wants to get into more charcuterie. Why are you laughing at me, sir? Any shape. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> don't. So my husband found um, a fancy-shaped charcuterie board. Was it on Instagram? I think it was on Instagram, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so it looks uh, similar to a rocket ship. We'll leave it there. So, you know, if your sassy best friend wants really to- Really loves space. <laughs> really like space, I think that would be a- Space and cheese. <laughs> that would be a great gift. Oh, man. Okay, so for the baker in your life, which is not me- but a beautiful rolling pin that you can actually keep on the counter if they're baking all the time. 
they don't want to keep lugging around that big rolling pin. A beautiful marble rolling pin is really great. And it's a it's a good gift. I think most of us just have the regular wooden rolling pin. Or in my case, I use a wine bottle to roll things out because I don't bake that often. But I do think that a beautiful rolling pin is a really great gift. Uh, number seven, the retro electric kettle of my dreams or your dreams. Okay, you all. Um, I get comments literally every single week on my smeg kettle (laughs) in my instagram dms and it's so funny i love this i was looking at it for years finally got one when we moved to our new place because we have enough counter space that i can keep it on the counter it looks cute and retro mine is in a mint green color and it's just it's a it's an electric kettle but it looks really cool too and it really does make a great gift Number eight, a great cookbook. And my favorite way to give a cookbook is wrapped in a pretty tea towel, something maybe from Anthropology. Amazon's got some good ones. Target has some good ones too. But it's one of my favorite gifts for food-loving friends. So my go-to gift is Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. It's a great book for the aspiring cook in your life who wants to learn more about food. Um, I gave this one to your dad, actually a few years ago and he really liked it and and so and we've talked about it before it's a great book but any great cookbook would be a great gift i have a couple linked on my gift list and last but not least an air fryer we love our air fryer we use it often i don't think it's a must-have kitchen tool it is not one of my must-haves it's not one of those things i think you need to have it's one of those would like to have which is why i think it's a good gift Make sure they have enough room in their kitchen because it's kind of annoying to lug out every single time. But crispiest chicken nuggies ever. Like, really. (laughs) You can't deny that. It's pretty great. So, and especially if you want to, like, reheat leftovers, great for, you can obviously make fries in the air fryer, but crispy vegetables, Brussels sprouts are great in the air fryer, kale's great in the air fryer. Um, That's something I'm experimenting with, like, the right ratios for kale chips in the air fryer. Great for broccoli chicken nuggets what do you like putting in the air fryer um i use it mostly for leftovers Mm. like if you take home some kind of fried food usually if you microwave it it comes out all soggy or you have to keep it in the oven for you know 20 minutes to get it to (laughs) any kind of nobody got time for that for their leftover fries (laughs) um one thing I would say is probably get a size larger than you think you need. Mm, okay. Would be my only – yes, it takes up more space, but I know – like the one we have, I find a little too small for mm-hmm. the size of our family. That's like, the one I linked. So I think it's fine for one or two meals or like one batch of vegetables, but you can't put much more than that in there. Like it's not big enough for me to make chicken nuggets for the girls. Okay. For everyone. For everyone. But, I mean, they eat a lot of chicken nuggets. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. Okay. Same thing with fries. It's like one's – it's enough fries for one person. Okay. Maybe two. So we have the three-quart and you might want a five. Yeah. Oh, no, we have the two-quart. Two-quart. You might want the five. Okay. Yeah. Good tip. Good tip. Okay. Your turn. Let's talk about gifts for the outdoor enthusiast. Do you want me to start with number one? Yeah. Because they're mine. They're yours, yeah. Okay, so we can talk about yours too. So one of the gifts that we gifted each other two years ago in 2020 for our anniversary is we just, we love hiking together, especially 
going on a hike that's longer than we would bring the kids on. And so two years ago, 2020, we were obviously hanging out at home. And if we weren't at home, we liked being outside. So we wanted to go on a big hike. And so we gifted each other hiking boots. We went out and got some nice new hiking boots. (laughs) The last time I had gotten hiking boots was in college. And I am so happy with the hiking boots I chose. And I think if you, if your partner or, I mean, this would probably mostly be for your partner, I would think, Um, unless you're buying hiking boots for your bestie or somebody you know their shoe size or whatever. You definitely, you might want to go and have them try them on. It's totally up to you. The ones that I'm mentioning are from the brand Merrill. They're a great brand. If they don't fit, you can return them. Um, But the ones I chose, I really love because they don't really look like hiking boots. They do and they don't. Like I can wear them out and they aren't terrible looking. And I don't care that much about fashion. I like feeling good in the clothes that I wear. I don't care that much. Like my sister wouldn't be caught dead. I've, my sister has really gotten a role in tonight's podcast. <laughs> so you're welcome, Allie. She's been on the podcast twice before. But uh, she would not be caught out. She's in fashion. She would not be caught out in hiking boots. But these I feel like pass. I love these. And they're so comfortable. They're not super cheap. They're about $120. But for hiking boots, they're going to still continue to last me a while. And I tried to calculate it and I've hiked about 100 miles in them. So it's pretty good. It's been a couple years. And um, that's in like all of our family walks and things like that. And so far, so good. I need new running shoes like every... Well, I run a lot. I need new running shoes now. But they're called the Merrill Sirens, and they have been it for me for two years, and I will probably repurchase a pair of them because they don't look like hiking boots, but they're really, really comfortable. They have great traction, and we have done some. I mean, the last hike we did was really slippery, and they did okay. I mean, they did as well as they could in really slippery conditions. So that's number one, is get each other a pair of hiking boots. And your hiking boots are actually really cool, too. So yours actually also don't look like hiking boots. Yours are by Under Armour, right? Yeah, I've got the Under Armour ones. And they look like sneakers. Yeah, they kind of look like basketball shoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they work. They've held up pretty well. They're starting to get a little worn out on the inside, I can tell. Mm. Um, some of the padding started to shift around. But you're an underpronator. Um, yeah, apparently. So it could just be like the wear and tear based on your feet. It could be. Um, I like them because they're a little bit wider in the toe box, I found. Okay. Um, hiking boots, same as running shoes. You kind of have to find your brand that yeah. you like. Um, I find for me specifically, the Merrells are a little, I'm hit and miss with the Merrells just because they tend to run a little narrower. Yeah, that's why they work so well they for me. So they fit really well for you. They don't fit well for me. Um, so yeah, I guess my advice for hiking boots is you have to try them on. I still think they're a great gift. Yeah, I like the gifting great, each other. They're a great gift. Gift something. each other. Yeah. Um, but if you don't know what kind they need, they should you should go with them and try them on. Yeah. Okay. Um, and also, if they don't say waterproof on them, they are not waterproof. Oh my gosh, yes. Do not assume they're waterproof just because they're hiking nope. boots. If they're waterproof, it will be branded all over the packaging, <laughs> all over the boxing, in big letters, these are waterproof. A picture on Amazon of somebody putting their foot in a puddle does not mean they're waterproof. <laughs> Solid advice. <laughs> okay, number two. Um, what do we get found? Oh, oh I uh, love this. This is a camping chair for two. So... Basically, picture 
a park bench that collapses down into like a camp chairs. We need this. That's why it's on the list. I want this. Because you want this. It's so cute. Okay, so we love to go camping. We are, like I said, outdoor enthusiasts. We love to hike. We like to rock climb when we can, though we usually do that indoors. Um, we like to, we love to go camping, and it's fun to snuggle by the fire. It's really hard to do with two, in two camp chairs, or sorry, in two camp chairs, or to try to squeeze into one camp chair. So this one is an actual camping chair for two, so it's great for a couple. It's also great to throw two or three kids on, not throw, but you know. So two or three kids can sit. It's less to lug around at the campsite. I think it's a genius invention. So we do 90, 100% car camping. Right now. Right now. Yeah. So this is not something you would bring with you if you're doing a interior hike or a through hike, you know, like hike in, camp. Yeah, no, out. this isn't a backpacking this is a item. reasonably bulky looking item. But if you're car camping and like you said- hanging out by the fire after yeah this looks pretty awesome yeah it's a good it would make a really good gift too one of those unexpected like i didn't even know this existed but this is awesome type of gifts well you gave me my last one okay so (laughs) number three on the list is if uh your partner friend likes to do running um do running do running do the running if they like to do the running go on runs (laughs) jogs Guess who the runner is in this relationship? It ain't me. Um, then uh, having a good running belt, I've been told, is pretty fantastic. You got to carry stuff with you. If you're a distance runner, you got to bring your keys. If you need to get back into your house, you got to bring a water bottle. You've got to bring your fuel. Sometimes you need to bring some sort of protection with you, you know, maybe Oh, your phone, obviously. You've got to bring your phone with you. So the ones that seem to just work the best overall are the it's Fit Belt. Flip Belt. Flip Belt. Sorry. <laughs> Flip Belt. Um, they come in two different models, a couple different sizes um, in each one. So kind of you can gauge the size on the sizing chart. Um, there's the regular one, which comes in a lot of different bright colors. Um, but if, if they're doing serious running, longer distances, they also have a pro version, uh, which is the one I got you. Mm-hmm. So that I has it. some – it's a little bit – it's got grippies on the inside, so it doesn't move around as much. It's a little bit more robust. It's a little wider, so it can fit multiple water bottles in it. Um, it's really geared towards somebody who's doing a good amount of mileage all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's got a uh, – Zipper on the side to make it a little easier to get on and off because it's not quite as stretchy as the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It totally a great gift if the person that you're gifting it to is running with like a sweatshirt and they're just shoving things in their pockets. <laughs> it's great. All right. Um, so I actually found these earlier in the year, the next thing on our list, and they are a washable hat. Um, and these have been awesome. They're called Movi hats mm-hmm. and they're a trucker style hat, um, flat brim, but the hat, the front part and the brim itself are made from a foam. So you can throw them in the washing machine and they come out fairly clean. Mm-hmm. You can also, because the brim is foam and kind of forms back into place, 
you can just smash it into a backpack or your sack or whatever. You don't have to worry about it. Um, your sack. <laughs> can I, you describe a what a sack is? It's instead of a backpack, it's like a dry bag where it rolls yeah, up. Yeah, your dry bag. A rucksack. Tell me you're a sailor without telling me you're a sailor. You just throw it in your sack. <laughs> <laughs> but so I tend to ruin hats pretty quickly. I'm in salt water, salt air a lot of time, and I sweat a lot. So my hats tend to get yellow and stained and gross. It's so cute. Usually within, you know, a week or two, right? So I looked, I found these bottom and yeah, mine have lasted a pretty, almost through the whole summer just by washing it a couple times, which is pretty unheard of for me with a hat. You know, my team hats, I've gone through at least two each year. Um, so Movi, please sponsor Nick <laughs> because he's now your ambassador for free. They also and you can get them on Amazon now too. Can you? Which know? is cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, they come in a bunch of different fun patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have a couple plain ones if you want to brand them yourself for whatever reason. Um, and the nice thing is that for people like my lovely wife who have tiny childlike heads, <laughs> they come in child sizes. So um, they do run a little small if you don't have a massive head. I don't have a massive head compared to some of my friends. So um, they don't fit quite as large, but uh, they're super comfortable. They come in two sizes. It's not just the one size fits all option. And they're adjustable too. They are adjustable. Um, Yeah, highly recommended. Mm -hmm. It's a great review of the movie hat, honey. Number five, kids' tent. Oh, my gosh. Gift this to the family in your life who likes to camp and whose kids are ready to graduate from the family tent. Game changer. Yeah, I mean, our kids are both fairly independent and love camping. So they were ready to get it right away, have their own tent. They were four and eight. Four and eight at the time. Yes, when they got there. Yeah. So, um, it's a tiny little tent. It's just, it, an, yeah, it's, it's big it's enough a, for a couple kids, maybe even three. A two person, what would be sized is like a two person tent. It's really um, easy to install. Uh, the one we have here, is that the Coleman? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's a standard Coleman dome tent, right? You know, we've, most of us have used that style of tent before. You know, you can get it up and assembled in probably 10 minutes. Um, it's got little pockets for their stuffies, a flashlight. You can hang a lighted from the top. But it gives them a little bit of independence and kind of gives you two a little more space when you're camping. Yes. So Sage, our nine-year-old, put it up herself this summer, insisted that she didn't need any help when we were camping with my cousin, uh, who's an adult, and um, well, she only needed help four times, but she did. She did do it herself. <laughs> so. Oh, the next one I can take. You do number six. So, if you have friends who are just getting into camping, and you've maybe talked to them, and they're like, you know, this is something we we are interested in doing more of. 
This camp kitchen set from Amazon is awesome, and I wish we had bought it right away rather than just trying to scrap together a bunch of old kitchen items, because I can't tell you how many times over the years as we've gotten more into camping with the kids, I've gone, I wish I had this tool or I wish I had that tool. It's an inexpensive kitchen tool set, but they're actually like good metal tools you can use on the fire or you can use in your camp stove. Our camp stove is also by Coleman. It's awesome. If you want to know my camp stove, just DM me on Instagram because I've gotten asked that a few times when we've talked about camping. It's not camping season right now, but I do have um, camp kitchen suggestions if you want them. But this is kind of like my, my number one. And then the last one on the list for the outdoor enthusiasts is on our wish list. <laughs> This is the Stanley pour over coffee set. Um, so the one, one struggle when you are camping or outdoors is making good coffee. Turns out there isn't just a Starbucks in the middle of the woods and it's you're disappointing every time. You could, I have seen people with RVs with power inverters run espresso machines. <sighs> Why but are we it not kind that bougie? Of defeats the purpose of trying to reconnect with nature. If you're trying to reconnect with nature, but you're like us who have borderline crippling caffeine addictions. Not crippling. Fine. Caffeine addictions. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a nice way to get some decent coffee without just having to resort to the instant stuff. So it's a pour-over set. So there's a pour-over on top and then the coffee mug underneath. And it's like a metal set. Yeah. And pretty inexpensive. So good gift for the coffee lover and the outdoor enthusiast in your life. Do you have anything else to add to that list? Um, the only other thing I can think to add would be hooded tech shirts. Oh yeah, you love yours. I love my hooded textures. I've been I was converted about a year ago. They've started to become a thing. Um basically the idea it's kind of like a general um uh, tech shirt that kind of helps wick the sweat away from your body to help keep you a little cooler. Um and they've started coming up with hoods on them just to help keep the sun off your head and the back of your neck. And I found when I'm outdoors for a long time it's some I go back and forth with whether or not I use the hood all the time. If it's windy, I'll keep the hood down because I like the breeze. But if it's there's no wind, actually having the hood up keeps you a lot cooler. A um, couple different companies make really nice ones. If you want to really splurge, the Patagonia ones are awesome. Patagucci. The Patagucci. It's, it's really nice. Um, but you can also get... Um, Free, I think it's called Free Fly is the company that makes them. They're bamboo and they're quite nice. Um, and Grundens makes a couple that are really nice. And if you go and you actually look, the fishing companies have started coming out with a mm, lot okay. of really nice gear at a lower price point than some of the other outdoor equipment um, companies. Because they have such a big market and they're in the conditions that you see a lot. Like you're out on the water, usually hot, sunny, and you need to keep that sun off of you. So Grundens is great. Um, we purchased a bunch for our sailing team last year and they, they were really nice. Okay, cool. We'll link those if we can. Whatever brands you mentioned or the different brands you mentioned. 
Cool. All right. Okay. So I think we have time to talk about the littles. And I will go quickly into some of my favorite books, and then we'll talk about the dudes, because someone was offended that I didn't have a dudes list this year. So anyway, let's dive in really quickly to some of my favorite gifts to give for kiddos. So like we said, our kids are nine and five now. So these are a little bit more geared towards that age range, like younger school-age kids. We don't have babies anymore. If you need suggestions for giving gifts to babies, I mean, actually, honestly, babies don't need much. Do they? What do they need? Buy them a cute new outfit. Cute outfit and then something for the parents. The parents need the gifts. Oh, yeah. If you're gifting so, Oh, my gosh. Give something to the parents. Yes. Please do. (laughs) Cute outfit or a book and give something to the parents. So for kids like school-age, young school-age kids... Obviously, I couldn't create a gift list without uh, a play cooking set. So my favorite is by the brand. I think it's Hape. H-A-P-E. Yeah. So I believe it's a German brand. So they have the most amazing wooden kids toys. My kids, one of my kids' favorites is a coffee set. It looks like a little Keurig, a little K-cup, and they can put the K-cups in and then there's there's like different versions there's like a hazelnut one and a vanilla one and they will make us little lattes and so i linked that one and then there's also a wooden vegetable cutting set which is so cute if you have a little one you're not quite comfortable actually coming into the kitchen with you or you don't want them in the kitchen because you're doing something where you don't want them physically in the kitchen they can sit around you and pretend to cut the vegetables it is the cutest set i think it's a great gift especially if the person in your life is a cook and they have a kiddo The second one is related. For big kids, my nine-year-old loves her stainless steel Kai kids knife. This knife is sharp. She has cut herself on it when she's not using proper knife form, and we have a conversation about it, but not badly. So it is still a kid's knife. It's shaped for a kid's hand. It's very inexpensive. It's like $14. It's a great gift for kids who are cooking enthusiasts. And of course, I can't forget our favorite kids' aprons. They're linked. They're like $10. They come in all these cute patterns and they have a little kid size. It's like three to five and they have a bigger kid size. I'm looking at one across from me right now. They're really cute. They're really durable and they fit kids well. So a cute kid's apron is a great gift for the kid in your life who loves to cook or who's learning how to cook. Uh, Number three is magnetiles. Now, if you are living in a, I was going to say under a rock. That seems rude. But if you're, if you have never heard of magnetiles, let me introduce you to magnetiles. <laughs> they're so cool and they're so fun. My kids have had small sets before, but what they've come out with recently are these sets. So basically, magnetiles are literally tiles in different sizes and they're magnetic. So they're low mass and they've come with these new sets that's like a jungle set or an under the sea set. And they're great gifts for kids of pretty much any age because they are imaginative play, but they're a little bit guided. They're low mass and there's no small parts. So you don't have to worry about choking or things like that. So they kind of grow with them as well. So we like magnetiles. In similar fashion, my kids also love Legos, and we've moved them up from the smaller Legos as they've gotten older, um, from the bigger, like, Duplos, and they've become very skilled at making detailed scenes, and they spend so much time. They will spend hours just playing Legos, and so my kids like Legos so much, half of our living room is covered in them, and for a while there, I was annoyed, and now I 
I mostly ignore it unless we have guests coming over <laughs> because they spend so much time. It's tech-free, imaginative playtime. It's wonderful. I feel like Legos are a classic, and I love how many interesting sets they have now. And so I feel like if the kiddo likes Legos, there's always going to be some sort of a set that you know, fits their interests. So my kids really like the Lego friend sets because they're girls. Um, not that boys can't also enjoy the Lego friend sets. They totally can. Um, but they enjoy the Lego friend sets. But my daughter is also super my nine-year-old. Both my kids love Harry Potter, but my nine-year-old is on the sixth Harry Potter book right now. She started in January and she's in love with Harry Potter. We all like Harry Potter in our house. And uh, there's a really cool Hogwarts Lego castle she may or may not be getting for Christmas this year. It's a little bit pricier, but well worth it because we know it's going to be hours of play. You have something to say? Um, yeah, one thing with the Lego sets is that the Lego sets can get really pricey, especially when you start getting into like the licensed ones, like the Harry Potters, the Star Wars, um, you know, Lego kits. It's you could easily spend a hundred dollars on a Lego kit, mm. no problem. Um, or, but one of the things we found sometimes is that when you get the specific sets, the replay value of them goes down because you kind of you build the Hogwarts castle and that's great, but you've built the Hogwarts castle and there's mm -hmm. nothing, not as much to do with it after. You can go on and Lego now sells uh, classics sets, mm. which is, or they're like classic creative sets. And they're just like, it's, you know, a 200 piece set and it's 50 blue blocks, you know, 50 yellow blocks, certain shapes. And it's kind of like the classic box of Lego that at least I remember mm -hmm, growing yeah. up with. And the nice thing, because it's less specific, but it has a bunch of guides of here's how you make a basic car. Here's how you make a basic boat. Um, there's a lot more you can do with it. Mm, I like that. So That's a good suggestion. Don't be afraid yeah. that you have to buy the $100 licensed specific Lego kit. They do have... Mm -hmm. classic kind of generic use your own imagination lego sets but i think i would make the argument for both like start them with a kit so they don't feel overwhelmed with their noodle lego mm. yeah, that's, that's what point. we've kind of done and now our kids make their own like look at this house i built with the bathroom and the kitchen and my daughter comes up to me the other day she's like would you cook in this kitchen i'm like if i was two inches tall <laughs> so yes that that's a great one um okay number five if you have never played with Scribble Scrubbies, oh my goodness, you are in for a treat. <laughs> You're laughing. My five-year-old is obsessed, but honestly, my nine-year-old tries to steal them from her and she gets very mad. Um, so basically, you, they're little pets and you color all over them with these special markers and then you wash them off so they get to live, give them a little bath and you scrub them off and they don't scrub off entirely, but they're basically white again. And you can rinse and repeat, literally rinse and repeat. Tons of fun. Small mess, not huge, low mess. But it's one of those things where kids, they love them. They have so much fun. It's a great gift. And it's not one of those gifts where, you know, you're giving them a paint set and the parents are like, thanks. Where are we going to put this? It's winter. I can't send them outside. <laughs> so we do usually have her do them in our sunroom, but uh, they really love those. So number six, speaking of low mess fun, I had to add this to the list because my kiddo's aunt's got her this kid's robot for her birthday and she's pretty obsessed with it. She actually hasn't played with it in a few days, but when she does, it's hours of playtime. She just 
like has this little remote and she just zooms this little robot around the house and it makes little beeping noises and she has so much fun just moving it around and trying to trip me in the kitchen which is so safe um but <laughs> she has a lot of fun with that and so i think a little kids robot is a pretty unique gift i didn't expect someone to gift her the kids robot and she i was surprised at how well at 5 she can maneuver it around and how much fun she has with it. So, and it's also like 30 bucks. So it's a pretty good priced kids toy as well. Yeah. I mean, RC toys in general have come a long way from when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, you know, most of them today don't require 400 AA batteries <laughs> to power it for six minutes, which is what I remember, which yes. is why I never ended up playing with the remote control cars and stuff I got very mm-hmm. often just because, they were burdensome, but I mean, this one, the reason, okay, the reason she hasn't played with it in two days is because we need to recharge the battery. Oh, right. <laughs> but it comes with a built-in lithium battery. Mm-hmm. So it's very so easy. Cool. You know, it takes a, um, you know, micro USB plug, plugs in, in an hour and a half, the thing's charged and ready to go for another three to four hours of play. And I linked that specific one. I found that one. So it's great. And there's a couple different colors too, depending on your kiddo's favorite colors. So, okay, there's a time and a place for messy fun, and slime is it for us. The kids love making slime, and yeah, you can make slime yourself at home, but sometimes the slime kit's just fun with the glitter and little pieces you can put in it. Um, And I'll admit, I kind of like when the kids have slime around. It's really fun to play with. It's almost relaxing to kind of roll around in your hands, and they spend a lot of time making slime, and it's not that messy. It can get messy. But if you put some paper towels down or a blanket down or a beach towel, something like that, and give them all the tools they need, the Crayola Slime Kit's really great. And it's a lot of fun for kids. And I like craft-type gifts, jewelry kits and painting. Okay, maybe some parents don't like paint. But kits like that, where they're actually doing something and they're not just watching something. It's a screen-free gift. So I think the Slime Kit's great. So... I needed to put something that was something wearable on the list because usually we like to gift our kids something wearable. So the wearable item I have on the list is kids' Sorel boots, which honestly are a bit bougie. And I will admit it's your parents who have bought the kids' Sorel boots. But if you're going to buy your kids a good pair of winter boots, they have they last. Like They look as nice as they did when they first got them other than a couple. And they've both worn this pair of boots. Other than, like, you know, a few scuffs. They're fantastic. If you're looking for a good pair of winter boots and they come in cool colors and some of them have patterns too, a great pair of kids' Sorel boots is pretty awesome. And a runner-up is the bog boots. I think the bog boots are great. They've had a couple pairs of bogs. And you can use them for light snow. They're not great on ice. They're really great for mud. They're great for rain. And they come in really cool patterns too. So we like bogs. Yeah, they're not insulated though. They're not, no. So they're more of like a fall spring like a boot. Heavy rain boot. Right. Yeah. They are heavier than your typical rain boot that you can just kind of get at Target, which my kids have also had. But they're not insulated. Sorel boots are warm. Yes. They're really great. So if okay, so this gift is a really cool one, and one of our kiddos is gonna get this for Christmas because this is a really cool concept. This was like a startup a couple of years ago and they came up with this stuffy 
that actually helps kids to self-regulate. It's called a purple, which is a cute name too. It's such a cool concept. So they are not super inexpensive. They're about 60 bucks. But the idea is that it's a stuffy that has this like internal heartbeat. And the child's job or the person's job is to comfort it and is to, uh, and you can listen, I'm just talking about this based on what I've learned, but you can actually go Amazon. There's a whole video about it. You can go to their website. There's a video about it as well. But basically, they pet it, and it starts to purr. And so they kind of learn how to self-regulate through calming something else down. So it's great maybe if your kids are scared in the middle of the night and they need something to comfort them, or maybe they're a little bit more anxious, they need a little bit of extra comfort. It's a really cool tool, a cool tool, and it's pretty cute too. My only qualm is it doesn't have arms and I don't understand. <laughs> it needs arms. But it's really, really cute. It looks kind of like a hamster. Yeah, I mean, it does look really cool and I'm excited to see how this works. <laughs> um I'm also excited because it's not a living creature. So (laughs) we don't have to worry about, okay, we're going to get her another hamster or an emotional support creature, something that, you know, you're worried about it, squeezing it too tight or not caring for this thing. Um, So it's not exactly the same as like, okay, I'm going to hug a living creature. But if you're worried about whether or not, your kid might be ready for something like that. This might mm-hmm. be a good, you know, introduction to it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's such a cool concept and I'm excited to see. We'll see if it's on our gift list next year after we really experience <laughs> it. But it's a really cool concept and it's done really well. Like it was a startup and now it's on Amazon, which is which is really cool. And we like to support small companies as well. So the last thing on my kids list is All right, if you like stuffies, but you don't want to pay $60 for one, you can't go wrong with Jelly Cat. There is there's no better stuffy company than Jelly Cat. All of our favorite stuffies are from Jelly Cat. My our oldest daughter, like we said, she's nine. And her first little bunny was from her daddy when she was born. Right. And it's Jelly Bunny because it's jelly cat and so it's always been jelly bunny and she bought her sister a little one when she was born too and i think they just call it bunny but not as attached but oh my goodness do my kids love jelly cat and we've gotten we've turned your mom wait did your mom turn us on to jelly cat or vice versa Um, i can't remember she knew about jelly cat before and i was like yeah we got sage this thing she's like oh yeah jelly cat right your mom just knew and so she gets (laughs) us a lot of jelly cat um, they're a UK company, and they're just the cutest, comfiest, coziest stuffies. And my favorite thing is they have all these really cool, unique stuffies, too. So uh, they have a little kale leaf. So you can snuggle a kale leaf. And personally, honey, I want the hard-cooked egg <laughs> st- stuffy by Jelly Cat that I can snuggle or just sit on my desk, on my little podcast desk. And they have a cute little dragon, too. So they've got unique little stuffies. So... This would be great for pretty much any age or, you know, for your husband who happens to like stuffies. <laughs> Though you – didn't your your mom gave you a sloth and the children have stolen it, yeah. so. Mr. Charles has been um, – Commandeered. Yeah, annexed. <laughs> by the children. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so let's – so I have a whole list of budget gifts, but this is getting pretty long, and I want to go into some book recommendations, and I want to talk about guys' gifts. So I'm going to refer you all to gifts under $25 that I think the person receiving them will 
really love. And a lot of the gifts I've already mentioned are still at a pretty low price point. I haven't mentioned anything, I think, over $150. So most of them under $100. Uh, well, maybe some of the cooking items. But other than that, they're all, you know, pretty, pretty mid-range. Um, so there's a whole list of budget gifts. That's what I was going to talk about now. But I want to talk really quickly about a few of my favorite books from this last year. I won't go too deep into them. But I do think books are a fantastic gift. I'll get some of your recommendations and then we'll go into the guys list. So for my fellow bookworms. So I was a little nervous to start talking about books on Instagram because I had connected over books and I did a little kind of experimental book club and we really just read wellness books last year with my community and people were mentioning that they liked this book or that book and I realized that a lot of us have similar tastes in books and I love all different types of books. I listen to a lot of memoirs. I also really love romantic comedies to escape after a long day. I like fantasy books. I like science fiction books. I haven't read a lot of those lately until recently. Um, but I think a book is a great, inexpensive gift. If you have loved a book, passing on a book to someone I think is such a wonderful gift. It's a gift of escape. It's, you know, into a, a different world. It's, you know, a gift of comfort. Gifts, books, sorry, books are just wonderful gifts. So a few of my favorite books that I've read this year are books that I love to gift couple of my favorite authors, um, Emily Henry and Abby I, Jimenez. I want to make, I'm not sure if I'm saying her name correctly, but those are two of my favorite romantic comedy authors. They both came out with new books this year. So Part of Your World by Abby Jimenez. I love her first series of books. Um, oh my gosh, The Friend Zone was the first book of hers I ever read. It is laugh out loud funny. It's a little spicy. And it is a great, there's great banter. It's a great romantic comedy. And Part of Your World, I could not put down. I read it in like a couple hours. I'm a fast reader, but it was worth sitting down and basically reading in one sitting. I got it from the library and I'm considering buying it so I can read it again and again. I've recommended it to a bunch of people and they've all loved it. So that one is really great. Um, the second one is Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Okay, I'm not as obsessed with this book as I am with her first book, Beach Read, which is a, an ultra giftable book. Everyone I have recommended Beach Read to falls in love with it. I've read it three times and I am not a repeat reader. I don't reread books unless I love them so much. This is like my comfort read. I read it every summer. I first read it in 2020. I think she is a fantastic author. My favorite thing about her is her characters and their interactions, their banter. It's like mid-range spicy. It's not too spicy for a romance book. Um, so it's not something like I recommended it to my mom and didn't feel too weird. She's wonderful. I will read everything and anything that she ever puts out. So she's great. The next book I'm going to recommend is for a particular audience. I loved this book. It was shocking in so many ways. It was a thriller. It, I do like mysteries and thrillers as well. Um, I, when I think about the ending to this book, I still, it still shakes me up. I'm still like, no. <laughs> and I know that people have, are kind of a love-hate relationship with this author. And I won't lie, I've had her, I've had books of hers where I've loved them and I've had books of hers where I've totally hated them. So I am completely neutral when it comes to Colleen Hoover. But I think the book Verity 
Oh my goodness. For the person in your life who likes a thriller, a suspense book. Um, and when I say thriller, it's not, maybe a thriller isn't the right term. It's more suspenseful. It's dramatic. It was breathtakingly dark and shocking, like I said, but incredibly good. Like, I had my mom read this one, too. I had my friend read this. I had my cousin read this. And they were all <laughs> as shocked as I was. And just, it's breathtaking. It's an incredible book. It is dark. So make sure that the person you're gifting, the, gifting this to is okay with that. Um, but the right person will love this one. The next one is more of a romantic comedy. Um, the Dead Romantics by Ashley Poston. I loved this one so much more than I thought I ever would. It had so many unexpected surprises that made me, like, grin with delight. I was reading this on the beach, and my husband was, <laughs> Nick, you were next to me, and I was like, oh, this thing happened, and this thing happened, and you're like, I'm not reading the book. I, I loved it so much, more than I thought I would, and it has not been talked about as much as I think that it should have been talked about. And so this is a great gifting book because I think I don't think as many people have read it as like a Colleen Hoover book. So The Dead Romantics by Ashley Poston is wonderful, whether you want to read it yourself or gift it to someone else. The next book, I hesitated putting this on the list only because I think that everyone has read this book at this point because it was very, very popular over the summer. But it's Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. If, if only to put it on your own list, if you haven't read it. This book, like, ripped me apart <laughs> with emotion. I really, really loved it. It's a friends-to-lovers type situation with a twist. I felt like I was there with the lead characters summer after summer. The plot twists were difficult, but it all works out in the end and it's happy. And so it's worth it. It's really worth a read, and I really enjoyed that one this year. Um, another, like, breathtakingly beautiful book I read this year was Wish You Were Here by Jodi Bacolt. I am a longtime Jodi Bacolt lover. Grew up in New England, and a lot of her books are set in New England. This one's actually set in the Galapagos, and her books never disappoint. They're so highly researched. She's a fantastic author, but also the imagery in this book is unlike anything, and her imagery is beautiful always, but... It it was it was like unparalleled in this book. Now, my only qualm with this book is it it did take me a little while to get into because it's set in the P word that we just went through, the world just went through. Um and part of me felt like it was a little bit too soon after the height of it all, but the imagery and the story and the twist in this book. I I I still also can't get over. And I was really, I was satisfied with the way it ended, but also devastated halfway through the book. It was another one of those moments where I was like, oh, no. And so it is also a really beautiful book to gift. There's a beautiful bird on the front. And if any of you know, my daughter's name is Ren. I love birds. Um, so it's a great book to give. It was too good. I adored it. It would make a fantastic gift. Okay, last but not least he he's gonna laugh at me when I talk about this one because I told you that it's been a while since I've been into fantasy books but I finally read A Court of Thorn and Roses so A Court of Thorn and Roses series has been out for several years now the most recent book came out I believe this year um but it's a series of 4.5 to 5 books because the fourth book is technically a novella it's like in between three and four. It's not really number four. I haven't gotten to that point now. But these books 
are so good. I If there's a fantasy lover or a romance lover, because it fits into both categories, the first book was good, but I felt like it was a little bit more elementary. Like for somebody who's a fantasy lover, there isn't a lot of depth to it, but it was still such a fantastic story. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to read it again. And it made me want to read book number two. And then book number two changed me forever. <laughs> like it was so... I still can't get over how good book number two was, and I'm into book number three, and I just, I can't wait. And I am i already know that I'm going to have a hard time when these books are over, and I can't wait to read Sarah J. Moss's other series, uh, but for the fantasy lover, just gift the whole series. Just the whole series that comes in a box set, it's beautiful, just gift it. But even if you don't want to spend $75 on books for someone, just gift A Court of Thorn and Roses to start them off and they'll be off and running and they will not be unhappy. Um, and I did want to mention a memoir um, or maybe maybe two memoirs to gift on this list. So the two that I read recently that I really, really enjoyed that I think are really giftable um, are, oh my goodness, now I'm forgetting the name of the first one. Well, the first one is crying. The first one I'll tell you is crying in H Mart. I really, really enjoyed this book on Audible. Obviously, I mean, I guess you can gift an Audible subscription. That not sponsored, but you can gift an Audible subscription, and I really, really enjoy it. I really enjoyed that book. It's a really good. Um, I I feel like you would actually kind of enjoy this book because she kind of talks about her. It's a memoir, and she talks about her relationship with her mom, who's passed away, and at this point in the story, she hasn't in the beginning, and she talks about her life um, as a Korean. American. And it's a really, really cool story. So I really enjoyed that one. And I also, well, it's a memoir, not a story. And I also really, and I didn't write any notes on these. So that's why if I seem a little bit off the cuff, I'm entirely off the cuff right now. So uh, oh, Aaron French, what was the book called? The Lost Kitchen. Well, the book isn't called The Lost Kitchen, is it? Yeah, it is still called The Lost Kitchen, I think. She's a cookbook as well that's on my cookbook list, but Erin French's book, I've read it twice now. It is such a beautiful story about, it's called Finding Freedom. Of course it is, because she's in Freedom, Maine. It's a beautiful story of finding herself and finding her passion and fighting demons and choosing herself and finding this really beautiful life through food. It's great for food lovers. Both of them are great for food lovers. That's why I chose those two to share. Um, I should have probably written some notes on those, but I was like, wait, I got to share some of the, my favorite memoirs from this year. So I think both of those are highly giftable as well. Okay, that's my book list. We're getting into it. We've We've been talking for quite some time now. So bonus list. I created a list on Amazon for the dudes because you were like, did you create a men's list? And I was like, no. And you were like, oh, you say you weren't offended. It's half the population. I know. But okay, here's the deal. (laughs) Everyone listening, okay, like 97% of the people listening are women, right? So wouldn't that be more useful if they're purchasing? It would be. But they (laughs) know that... This is a gross generalization, but men are so hard to buy for. Like I don't more reason to make my mom. She's my 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 mom's great, and she's a great gift giver. And she's still like, "Do you want anything but socks to my dad every year?" And he's like, "No, socks are great." She gives him gift cards that he doesn't spend for like six months. 
She gives him books. She gives him socks. He's a happy dude. He's a simple man. <laughs> he enjoys those things. I give him a six-pack of beer, and it takes him four months to drink it because he savors them. I mean, you know, I didn't have an example of gift-giving for guys. My grandpa, he gets books from everyone. He has, like, it's almost like each person in the family is like, I've got this author. Don't take it. And each one like gives him a specific book. Somebody gives him a memoir. Somebody gives him, a, you know, somebody gives him a book by John Grisham. Like, it's just how it goes and how it's always gone. So then dating and then marrying a man who then I had to buy gifts for, it has become quite difficult. So I have taken this list and I've taken a couple notes from gifts that you have enjoyed things that you enjoy, and also things my guy best friend enjoys as well. So here's my here's my list. I'm going to go through it pretty fast. And I want you to tell me your opinion. And then tell me maybe what's on your list. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Number one, Hydro Flask in his favorite color. I don't know your favorite color because it changes. It used to be red, then you said it was blue, and now I'm not really sure. And I know that Eric's is teal, and that makes it so easy to buy him anything in the color teal blue. What is your favorite color, honey? Would you like a new Hydro Flask? Because they truly stay cold. They also stay warm, but they truly stay cold, and it's wonderful. I really like a good Hydro Flask, and I think it's a good gift, especially if his is beat up. Yeah, Hydro Flasks are great. Um, Favorite color? I like the gray hydro flask. They look really nice. Okay, cool. But Seems boring. Works. Uh, my only comment on them is that if you're someone like me who uses a lot of drink mixes and powders, um, they're tricky to clean that out. If you oh, for- with the straw? If you've forgotten that you put a mix in and then also forgotten which backpack you've left your hydro flask You're making in yourself sound gross. Yeah, that's why... <laughs> You do travel quite a bit, though. Yeah. So um, you can buy extra straws. Okay. Get yourself a straw cleaner. Yeah. You also don't have to get a straw with them, but yeah. Okay. All right. Number two, the movement watches. These are great. And you can actually get them on Amazon now. It's MVMT. And they have watches at several different price points. And they look really sleek, but they also have like athletic style watches. So they have some where you can, you know see the numbers they have digital watches they have analog watches and they just look really nice and they're a really decent price point you're not buying them a rolex but you're buying them a day-to-day watch that looks really nice yeah watches at this lower price point for a watch jewelry watch um a lot of times they look really cheap you can tell they're not that great um, whereas if you're like a watch, I, I, I have friends who are watch guys and of course you do. there's watches have a bunch of breakpoints that you get into. Like you can't really buy like an $700 watch. They just don't exist. It kind of goes from like that 150 to $200 range and then it jumps up mm-hmm. well into the thousands. So for something that's in that lower price point bracket, these look nice. And so I think the one that I got for you... Oh, look, they have a Black Friday sale in right now. That's great. So um, don't buy through my Amazon link if it's not cheaper. Go to their website. So I think the one I got for you was about 400 because it's a little bit more 
Yours is a little bit pricier, but they're usually around 100, 150. Maybe it wasn't 400. Maybe it was more like 300, I think. So I got you one of the slightly nicer ones, but still, like less than $500, usually around $100. And they look really nice. So I think they're a really great gift. Okay, number three, I'm really interested. It's another watch. Okay, so this one came recommended by, but you're a tech guy. So what do you think of the Samsung Galaxy smartwatch for the Android users that don't want an Apple watch? That's a great gift, too. I like them. I've gone back and forth on which I want to get a smartwatch at some point. And I keep going back and forth on whether I want the like a full-on smartwatch, like the Galaxy Watch, versus a um, something more fitness-oriented, like, like a, a Garmin. Like a Garmin. I've Garmin has never steered me wrong, so I was cur- I was considering putting a Garmin on the list too. Um, Garmin also makes one now with a solar. Oh, panel that's cool. Built in. Oh yeah, so you're telling me about that. If you're in an area where you do get a lot of sunshine. Like a friend of mine, he doesn't have to charge his watch for a month. That's cool. So my Garmin still, I run usually on average like thirty miles a week, and I only have to wa- I have to charge mine like once a week. But the well, it's not once a month. So. Yeah, I, the Samsung does make a really nice smartwatch, and okay. it's certainly on my short list. Okay. Okay. Cool. So I put that on the list because it's also much less expensive than an Apple Watch. So there's that. Um, Number four is a great, it's a great stocking stuffer, but it's also just a great like little gift. You're not sure what to get your dude. It's also kind of nice for you too, um, because if it is your dude and you're going to smell him all the time, I really like the Duke Cannon solid cologne. I think that's the one I got you last year. Mm -hmm. You're nodding at me. You're like, oh yeah, that thing that I wear. Spray one though. I think you got me the spray version. Did I? Yeah, you got me the mini... It's a spray? I thought I got you the solid one. No, it's a mini spray. Okay, well, they have a solid one. You've always used a solid cologne. You know the um, breath strips? Yeah. It's the size of the breath strips container. I thought it was... a mini spray. No way. I thought I got you the solid, but you've always worn solid cologne. I've worn solids from the... um, Shore Soap Company. Shore Soap Company. Yeah, which is a Rhode Island company, which is great. And I love those and you love those, but this one's a little bit easier to find... Okay, well, anyway, uh, the Duke Cannon Solid or the Spray Cologne is great. It's a little bit cleaner than some other brands. Uh, it's pretty inexpensive, but they make great colognes. So I like that one. Um, put the Yeti Soft Cooler, the backpack, on the Ooh. list. Yeah. Yeah, I want that. Yep, I, want I know that. you do. Well, you ha- you've used Yeti. Yeti anything and, is awesome. Right. That will actually keep your beers cold for yeah. a long time. And they have a really good warranty company. Mm, <laughs> yeah, warranty you've side, you've yeah. you've dealt with them I too. Yeah, that. I had old Yeti um, cooler where we basically broke the zipper on it, and no receipt. I wasn't the one who bought it. I was just in charge of the team that had it left over, and they replaced it with a new one. That's awesome. That's really cool. Awesome. So shout out to Yeti. Um, okay, so number six, fancy beer tote. You have to look at this one on Amazon, but it's like a little beer cooler. You didn't, you had it linked. Oh, you don't have it linked. linked. Shoot. Darn, I'll show you after. Okay. Okay, So basically it holds a six pack of either bottles or cans, and it just looks cool if you're going to go and tailgate with the dudes, but it's like a cooler and it, 
it looks cool and it has it attaches it has a yes and it has a i believe i'm pretty sure it is and it has a little beer opener attached to it too so it's pretty cool it's a good gift for and you put beer in it like it's a good gift for the guy you're not sure what to buy for like your brother-in-law or something like that where you're like he likes beer i'm gonna get him this cool beer cooler and that he just looks cool when he goes to you know whatever sports game tailgate whatever with his buddies so fill it with a holiday five pack yeah exactly (laughs) okay so this one was inspired by you number seven you were like i need a mini theragun because you have whatever tendonitis going on in your arm and i'm like that's actually not a bad gift because if it's mini it's not super expensive you can kind of use it on yourself but for a little kind of relaxation tool i think that's a great stocking stuffer Maybe it's a little bit big for a stocking it's a stuffer, big but for stocking stuffer. okay, it's like they're like thirty. You can get a small one for like thirty bucks. Oh really? Yeah, you can get yeah, you can get a more expensive one for closer to a hundred, but you can get a small one for like thirty dollars. So that's a pretty good gift. If the guy's always complaining, "Oh, my elbow hurt," you just get here's your Theragun. You're welcome. Yeah, pretty much, everyone's after you turn happier. 30, every part of your body hurts. It doesn't have to. Aren't you a professional athlete? That's why I need a Theragun. <laughs> And he's their new spokesperson. Um, Okay, so minimalist wallet, I think is great too. If your guy needs a new wallet or the guy in your life needs a new wallet, this, the one I linked is a really cool minimalist style one, but you can actually hold several cards in there. You can hold, it's got a little billfold on there as well. I actually saw one on Amazon, not on Amazon, on Instagram earlier today though. Maybe it's because I created this gift guide that it was feeding me ads and I was like, oh man, I wish I'd linked that one. It has a find my on it. So if you have an iPhone, you'll never lose your wallet again because you can just find it on your iPhone. You don't have an iPhone, but I thought that one was a good one. Number nine is the Bluetooth speaker we use all the time. It's by the brand JBL. It's pretty inexpensive and you can take it with you anywhere and it's USB charged, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a Bluetooth speaker is pretty great. A little mini Bluetooth speaker. Again, maybe for tailgating, maybe for, you know, going to the beach or just dancing to Taylor Swift in your kitchen. Not that we do that every single night. (laughs) Uh, A nice pair of wireless headphones. I linked the Beats, but you have the Samsung. That's what I linked last year. And you really enjoyed those. But the Beats have really, really great reviews as well. Good pair of wireless headphones. Listen to some podcasts. Listen to some music. Are you happy with the ones you have, the Samsung? Yeah, I'm happy with the ones I have. I'm probably going to replace them soonish. They're starting to get a little worn. Battery life isn't as what they were. Mm, okay. Um, and I'm kind of debating with going back with the Samsungs, or do I branch out into a the new um, Pixel Buds? Okay. Look good. Um, if you really want to splurge, like Bose and Beats both make yeah. good quality ones. Right. Um, okay, so the next one was a cool, some cool spice blends. So if the guy in your life is a cook as well, they have these beer-based spice blends, like they have an IPA spice blend. So if he's like the grill master, he likes to grill, he likes to smoke meats, things like that. That's not you. But I thought some cool spice blends. They're kind of, you can't go wrong with it. I'm thinking of like my Uncle Bob. He would love a new set of spice blends. Like, he would absolutely love that. It's a great gift for him because he loves to cook. He He's like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to use this on this meat or I'm going to, you know, smoke this or I'm going to grill this. So I think those are a great gift if that is what the guy in your life enjoys. Your dad would probably like those, too. Just put lemon pepper on everything. No. No. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> so for those of us who aren't trained chefs. No, don't put lemon pepper on everything. Make awesome a homemade coffee up. barbecue rub. <laughs> 
So for those of us who aren't trained chefs and those of us who aren't can't combine the flavors like the way we think they should go, um, the spice blends are nice. They are like, nice. No yeah. brainer. Like, okay, this goes on the fish. Got it. This goes on the fish. It's good. <laughs> yes. You are able to make your own spice blends. Like you can get the ratios right. You can do yeah. get the flavors right. Us mortals can't do that. <laughs> okay, so so yes, rave review for spice blends, but please do not use lemon pepper on anything, let alone everything. Okay, moving on. Speaking of spices, I have been told in the cocktail world that bitters are like the spices of cocktails. And I tend to agree, and I like to experiment with bitters, though mostly in an old-fashioned, because it's my favorite cocktail. Tonight I'm actually drinking a Boulevardier, which is, whoops, like the bourbon version of a Negroni. So instead of gin, it's bourbon. So it's one-to-one bourbon Campari and sweet vermouth. That's what I had tonight. But normally I love an old-fashioned. And if your guy also likes cocktails, especially whiskey cocktails, Woodford has a bitter set, like a mini bitter set. You could even separate them, put them in stockings, several or one and um so they have like a selection of different bitters you can kind of mix up your cocktails so i thought that was a cool set um always on the list the first thing i when i asked you for gift ideas for guys i think you were like good leatherman a what like a multi-tool you're like good multi-tool so a really good quality multi-tool if he doesn't have one they're really useful I have one in my car, <laughs> and I've actually used it, like, way more than I thought I would. So, it has everything. It has scissors, it has little knives, it has, like, I don't know, pliers? Not pliers. Um, screwdriver. It screwdriver. <laughs> it does have pliers. Huh. I don't know if mine does, but. Yeah, so, the one that I keep going back to is the Skeletool, if you, um, which is one of their less expensive options that they have, but okay. I like it because it's simple. It's um, it's a knife, pliers, four screwdrivers, because it's um, two flatheads, two Phillips, a bottle opener, and that's basically it, um, which is what I use 99% of the time that I need a multi-tool for. Okay. It also has a belt clip, which is really nice when you're kind of working around and you don't carry a, you know, belt sheath with you all the time um the other one that's awesome is the wave if you want to upgrade a little bit comes with more knives more tools more everything it is possible to overdo it on the leatherman there's a couple that they make now that are just really big really bulky they come with way too you can't really like carry them around or you can carry them around they're just like too much this is too much i don't i don't need I don't need a nail file. <laughs> I don't need a set what of tweezers. Nail file? Like in just sitting on my hip all the time. So I will say when we were camping, when we are camping, I use my little flip knife like so much. Yeah. So much. And not in my day to day. Obviously, I use knives, but like I don't use, I don't need a multi tool in my day to day life, but I can see how useful it can be so i can see how it's a good gift to give somebody like the upgraded version of what they have now or if they don't have one how often they would use one yeah 
Okay, so last couple of things I picked out for the guys for a stocking stuffer, a mini craft cocktail kit. Again, going back to the cocktails, I think they're just really cute. You can, like, make a cocktail anywhere. Um, and the Ember Keep Warm Coffee mug for the work at home dad or grandpa. It's like a $100 coffee mug, but it keeps your coffee warm all day. And maybe you wouldn't just leave half-drunk coffee mugs all over the house. Right? Maybe, maybe. not. Or maybe you stole it. Well, they'd be warm by the time I got back. <laughs> At least they'd still be warm. Well, you don't drink them because then they're cold. And then you're like, oh, exactly. just make a new coffee. Exactly. Oh, boy. Okay. And number number 16 is uh, the Enso ring. The Enso rings are great. And I have one and I wear it all the time. So they're silicone wedding bands. So if your husband happens to be a professional sailor and he doesn't want to wear his titanium wedding band on the boat, this might be a very specific suggestion. But if he happens to not want to wear his titanium wedding band or his white gold wedding band or whatever type of wedding band he has that might be a little bit more expensive uh, on the boat, then maybe you can get him a nice Enzo ring so he'll actually wear his wedding band out to the bar or to dinner afterwards so he doesn't look single. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like a very specific use case. <laughs> also, if your partner husband is in a trade or construction, a lot of times you don't want to wear a metal wedding band for safety reasons. Right. Any any time where um, you know, a lot of us don't wear it's ill-advised to wear jewelry of any kind, but especially rings when you're op- around fast moving spinning things or any th- time your fingers might possibly get jammed or injured. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a real safety risk. So having a silicone ring that you can, if something happens, get cut or sheared off right away is, is nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was obviously joking, but obviously. I, <laughs> I keep trying to get him to wear a silicone band, but I, almost rarely wear my wedding band now because my like nice white gold wedding band uh because i wear my ensel rings so much but they do wear out eventually so maybe a nice new one in his favorite color which i now know is gray or that's just the hydro flask okay all right so anyway what's on your list honey honestly you're gonna laugh nice socks are really nice to get yeah, your mom gives the best socks. Yeah, I can't remember the... Br- I need sense? to talk to Bev. Stance. Stance. Stance socks mm-hmm. are really nice. Um, Bomba socks, too. Bomba socks are really nice. Um, what are the other ones? I like Smartwool. You like Smartwool. Wigwam are good, too. I like Smartwool better. That's my opinion. Personal preference. But yeah, stance socks. But yeah, having, like, not just the, you know pack of six for $7.99 from Target <laughs> brand that most of us end up buying for ourselves too often. Yeah. Um, yeah, having really nice socks. It makes a big difference. It does, yeah. But I have some hang-up on that. I won't buy them myself most of the time. The nice quality socks? Yeah. Yeah. So um, those are good. Books are good. Um, 
you're kind of hard to find. Oh, I was going to ask you, what are your book recommendations for dudes or anyone? For anyone. So I tend to read a lot more science fiction and fantasy. If you haven't heard of it, the Malazan Book of the Fallen series by Steven Erickson. Is that new or is this an old series? It's an ongoing series. Okay. He, he's got a couple new books coming out that are kind of spinoffs. Mm-hmm. The original 10-book series has closed, and now there's a lot of side stories, backstories, prequels, follow-ups. So it's kind of a specific suggestion. It's, yeah. It's very complicated. There's a lot going on. It's easy to get lost in. I've been reading them almost nonstop now, going back through them for the last... 15 years or so. So make sure he hasn't been reading them for 15 years yes. and maybe gift him the first one? Yeah. Gardens of the Moon is the first one. Okay. Um, anything by Andy Weir yeah. is really good. Um, you'll know He best. wrote The Martian. Yeah, The Martian is the best one. Project Hail Mary was really yeah, good. Yeah, I just gave that to my dad to read. I've got to take it back so I can read it. Um, the other ones, newer stuff that's come out... Um, the Three Body Problem by I'm gonna murder this name. It's a chi- it's a Chinese author. It's one of the first science fiction novels to become a bestseller out of China. Oh, cool! So that's really cool. Um, I think it's Xi Jin Lu is how <laughs> you would say that. Um, but yeah, it's called The Three Body Problem. It's been out for a couple of years now. That one's good, and. Um, a Memory Called Empire by Arcady Martin. Okay. Um, it's a little newer. Came out a couple years ago. The follow-up is supposed to be coming out shortly if it's not out yet. Um, but it's kind of got some of the old Isaac Asimov Foundations vibes to it, which I really enjoyed. Um, some of the more classical 70s. 80s feel science fiction to it. Okay. Um, The other thing that's really interesting, if they're a sports fan, is you can find a lot of books that are kind of behind-the-scenes stories or behind-the-scenes look at kind of famous sporting moments Mm. that we don't really look at. So I really love the sailing ones because I'm a sailor. But there's also a lot of car racing books or football books, baseball books, hockey books, where it'll – kind of dive into an historic moment okay um so depending on if they have it or not you can kind of poke around and find good ones where it'll dive deeper into because we all kind of remember sitting there seeing the moment or hearing the story of it but not really knowing too much about all that went into it and all the backstory around it and the drama going around behind the scenes and the stuff you didn't know about so that type of stuff is really interesting Okay, that's a cool suggestion. Yeah, I like that. So should I gift one of those books to my dad this year? Yeah, maybe find it. Um, Like, I'm sure you could find some kind of book on, you know, one of the, like, Bobby Orr's last Stanley Cup type thing, right? Yeah. And it kind of goes into that. Or, um you know, Tom Brady's first Super Bowl and a look into the Patriots then. Like, there's a lot of those type of books out there. And you Mm. kind of got to weed through and find the good ones. The sailing ones are a little easier because there's not that many of them. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, like, there's – that's – those are really interesting. Okay, cool. 
I like that. Okay, so back to your list. Socks. Seriously? (laughs) I mean, yes, the socks you mentioned are great, but socks, books. Socks, books. You are becoming my father. That's what happens. (laughs) I think all... Everyone becomes John. Yeah, more or less. Um... It's also his dad's name, so (laughs) it's just the... I'm trying to think. Um, For me, cycling kit is nice. What does that mean? Jerseys, bibs. Oh, right, right. Kit. Shoes. Um, Neopro is a company out of New Zealand, Mm -hmm. which makes very reasonably priced nice kit. Also very niche, but this is for cyclists. For cyclists. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think of in generic it's good. terms. Um, I mean, I did ask you what's on your list, so, you know. Sunglasses are always good. Shady Rays. Shady Rays. You like Shady Rays. They've got a really great, um, like, they'll replace your sunglasses. Two free pairs. Lost or broken. That's awesome. Um, and they're inexpensive. And they're reasonably inexpensive. Yeah. Actually, they're very inexpensive for polarized sunglasses. Yeah, and they look really cool. Um, There's better sunglasses, but... I mean, in terms of super high quality, it's going to last you forever. But if you go through sunglasses, if you want them to look cool, inexpensive, decent quality, we love yeah. Shady Rays. The lenses yeah. are not as nice as some of the other ones I've worn. Right, yeah. But for the price point, it's... They're great. They're great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or event tickets to something. Yeah, that's what I do often. Usually the comedy show or... Sorry, we're not going to see Taylor Swift in March. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm so sad we didn't pay ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, or the like, what were the ten ten thousand dollar tickets to go see the F one race? Yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe a comedy show. Maybe we comedy love seeing show. comedy shows, so that's always a good gift. Yeah, experiences yeah. are great. Experiences are good. I think experiences are one of my top gifts. I love to give people to. Um, I've done that with my sister. I've done that with my mom. These are, yeah, and obviously you several times. Those are great gifts to give, too. If you're not sure what to give them, give them an experience, whether it's tickets to a show somewhere, tickets to go do something together. Those are really great. Okay. We're at almost two hours. This might be my longest (laughs) podcast episode ever. Now, I'm going to edit a little bit at the beginning, but we've been flowing. So to anyone who is still listening to this now, we love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. I hope I gave you some ideas for gifting this year, whether it is the lady in your life, the dude in your life, the kiddo, the outdoor lover, the cook, the book enthusiast. And uh, yeah, there's also more there's links to everything on my website, healthymamachris.com. We'll obviously put the link in the show notes. And there's also that list of the under 25 gifts as well. So go check those out and happy holidays, happy gifting. I hope that this is a relaxing, less stressed holiday season. We are looking forward to what is hopefully our least stressful, most relaxing holiday season. But, you know, it is the holidays, so we'll see. Stay tuned for a bunch of episodes around 
stressing less around food around the holidays. So I've got an episode on meal planning. I've got an episode on holiday traditions. And then we jump into talking about how to make meal planning and cooking easier in the new year, which I know you're all looking forward to, or hopefully you are. So thanks for listening. I hope you all have a great weekend. Happy holidays, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Mommy's Podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mentioned, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple. Okay, do you have your beer? I do. Don't just... What? It's not a Budweiser commercial. I have an original... Amber beer from America's oldest brewery. It's a yingling. It's a yingling. <laughs> it's, not, it's nothing fancy. Oh, gosh. Okay. All right. Let's start officially. Hey, hey honey. Hey. <laughs> Can't do this with you. Like. <laughs> Let's start over. <laughs> what? <laughs> He said, hey. <laughs> I didn't say, oh, hey. <laughs>